The sun was high when Melody awoke. She lay there trying to gather her thoughts, but was distracted by the rumbling of her stomach. Sitting up on the side of the bed, she looked around for something to wear. Her clothes were still on the clothesline, and the robe she had borrowed from Maman was nowhere in sight. Dirt and dried blood remained on her body from the night before, so she wrapped the sheet around herself and hurried to wash. After a quick shower, she covered herself with a towel before walking outside to gather her clothes. She found they were dry, though a faint smoky smell lingered in the fabric. Melody could have sworn she heard a storm approaching last night during the ceremony, but the images were too jumbled for her to be sure. Before going back inside to change, she noticed Samuel's truck was gone. She had only been outside a few minutes, but her naked skin already glistened with perspiration. She thought about last night, about dancing naked in front of Samuel and Maman, remembering how liberated she had felt. She felt connected. To who or what, she wasn't sure, but she knew something extraordinary had happened. Melody dressed quickly, energized by the divine aroma radiating from the kitchen, where she again found Maman at the stove. Good morning, Maman. Maman turned around and smiled. Good morning. Did you sleep well? Almost oh, definitely. That was quite a night. What exactly happened? Nothing seems clear. Maman smiled. Giselle went back. You saw that yourself. Melody thought for a moment and flashed to the image of her grandmother floating and disappearing inside the flower of Eve by the fire. Was all that real? Did I really see her? It's all real, child. I watched you last night, Melody. Yemoya was with you. Yemoya? Orisha of the oceans. She's good energy, like a mother. She touched your head and your hair became wet. Maman smiled admiringly. She was behind you the whole time. Melody had never been around so much talk about the spirit world, not even in church. She couldn't deny something inexplicable had happened last night. She remembered feeling lightheaded, even before drinking the liquid that Maman gave her. Without warning, an image of the dying rooster popped into Melody's mind. Maman, did you kill a rooster last night? No, child, Shango did. That was an offering to him for giving me the wisdom to bless Giselle. The other offerings were for Elegba. Remember, you always honor him first in every ceremony, because he's the one who opens the door. Last night he also took your grandmother away. Where did the rooster even come from? Samuel had it in his truck, but I never saw him take it out of the truck. Melody, you have more spirit in you than you know. Your perception was altered by the energy. What did you do with the rooster? The head was thrown in the flames as a token. The rest of it is over there, enjoying the company of onions and potatoes in the skillet. Melody glanced over at the stove and saw the skillet with a lid on, beside a frying pan containing sausage patties. All other questions disappeared in a wave of hunger. May I please have some sausage? I am famished. I cooked it just for you. There are eggs and biscuits, too. Melody didn't wait for a second invitation. She piled her plate with sausage, scrambled eggs, and two biscuits. I'm sorry I don't have any coffee, Melody. 
I can make you some tea if you'd like. Melody nodded with her mouth full and waited to swallow before answering. Tea sounds great. Thank you. She ate slowly, yet steadily, toying with the idea of sharing her dream in which Grandmama told her to guard the book. It was only a dream, but she felt it shouldn't be discussed, though she couldn't understand why. Could she trust Mama? Her grandmother sent Melody to find the old lady, so she saw no reason not to trust her. She felt safe here. I dreamed of Grandmama last night. She was holding an old book and running through the woods. There were shadows chasing her, but it was like they couldn't see her. Then she told me to look in the old barn. That's interesting, Melody. Maybe that's why Bertrand Baton's people couldn't find her. There may have been a roof.